Welcome to this episode of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast. I'm Trey Rhodes, the Connections Pastor at Northwood Baptist Church here in North Charleston, South Carolina. In just a few moments, our lead pastor, Dr. Tommy Metter, will be joining the conversation as well. In our crazy and chaotic world, our hope is that these few minutes will help you stop and reflect on your relationship with Jesus as you learn to connect Christ-centered faith to your everyday life. We are on episode 120 of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast, and we thank you for being along for the ride all this time. And just as a reminder, get the word out, Facebook, Twitter, text, uh, uh, Instagram, and all those things, let people know. And uh, our Life Connection groups have been doing a good job of this because a lot of times it connects with what we're sharing in the message to actually encourage people in their Life Connection group to sign up for the podcast. So if that's your case, whether you're a member at Northwood or you're going somewhere else in your small group or Sunday school, you might want to just mention it and let people sign up for the podcast and get it delivered to them every single week. And uh, it helps because there's so many people that want to know how they can connect the Word of God to what they're going through every day. It is, is not just something that's nebulous. It is real connections that are made. So we encourage you to do that. Well, Pastor, uh, I guess in early in our marriage, Kelly and I decided that uh, we would, as, as people were cursing the darkness of Halloween, um, we decided that we would light a light. Light and, a light. Yeah. And so what we did was, is we decided that we would give out great candy and we would have fun and I would show magic, a little magic trick and share yep. the gospel with them and, and uh, do those kind of things and have that opportunity as they knocked on my door to share the Christ with them. So that's what you're doing this Sunday for yeah, Halloween? That is exactly what we're doing. You're dressing so up? I am dressing up like Batman. <laughs> I got a picture if you want to see it. <laughs> you're dressing up. You need to post it. You're dressing up like Batman. Yeah, man, I got this awesome, it gives me a six pack and huge arms and all kind of cool stuff. So the back Batman in all black or the Batman no, like the gray yeah, and this blue? Is, this, is the, yeah, because, this is the all black Batman. Well, you're, you're, but... Batman in your day, back in the... Yeah, I don't like him. <laughs> I used to watch him, but uh, he's not my thing. He was he was a little too corny for me. Adam West. Well, that was Adam West, right? Yeah, yeah. We have all of those on DVD. Do you really? Yeah, someone in our church I'm... gave us those because Hudson's such a Batman fan. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's fun. It's for kids especially. It was designed for kids. and But when they went into the real, you know, the real story of Batman, that... Uh, so you'll be an all black Batman. All. I might come knock on your door just to see do your it. Batman costume. And you'll get a full bar of candy that, if you do that. That sounds like a plan to me, man. <laughs> all right, man. We'd love to have you. Well, we do want to talk about yeah. Halloween because it's coming up this Sunday. If you're listening to the podcast on the release day, it's coming up this Sunday. And so we want to help you to think through how should you observe Halloween? Mm-hmm. Because you think about Trey, uh, there, there's a lot of controversy for us as Christians when it comes to this particular holiday because of its association with with death and ghosts and goblins and witches and all that kind of stuff. And, and there should be concern. By yeah, the way. we need yeah. to think about that yes. because, you know, I mean, um, we are a people of the light. Like you said, we are walking with Christ. We are, uh, are people who are not getting involved in some of the things that traditionally were involved with Halloween, mm-hmm. the sorcery and the communicating with the dead and all those kind of things that, you know, we, that, that have its origins in this holiday. Uh, so, you know, we need to talk through that and think about how we should respond as Christians to this holiday. Should we observe it? Should we not observe mm-hmm. it? You know, because, you know, you're like me, Trey, we come from some church backgrounds that have observed it in different ways. Yeah. Um, you know, we can think about churches that would say, or Christians that would say, nope, 
just stay away from it completely. Mm -hmm. And if you, you have a trunk or treat or a fall festival or anything like that, uh, you're a pagan center and what's wrong with you kind of mm -hmm. thing. And then you have churches like ours that uh, would say, you know, a trunk or treat is, um, is, is okay. We do a trunk or treat. We'll have one this Saturday, October 30th. And yeah. it's, it's a big event for us. We'll have a lot of people here. We'll have well over a thousand people here, uh, trick or treating or trunk or treating with us. And we'll give out a lot of candy. We'll share the gospel with every person who comes on exactly. our campus. Yeah. And so we take this holiday, if you will, and we try to redeem it and use it for the glory of Jesus Christ mm -hmm. and, and, and share the gospel just as often as we can. Uh, so we, and when I was growing up in church, we had haunted houses. Mm, yeah. Ours did too. Haunted house. And no, no, no gospel or anything. Just, just let's, haunted just, house. Let's go to, <laughs> let's let's go to church. Let's go to church and just scare ourselves silly. Yeah. You know, they had the, the uh, eyeballs in the, in the bag. And, yeah. You know, of course things, it was grapes man. and, you know. Did y'all chainsaws at your haunted house? Yeah, we did. <laughs> it was wild. So I mean, you ran people away had, from the church? We had vampires. We had, I mean, everything you can imagine. What were we, we had, thinking? I don't know. That was in the seventies. It was a yeah, wild time. Um, for me it was, and it was a wild was time. It was in the eighties. Yeah. So what is your excuse then? Cause y'all should have, you know, we were it out. smarter than you guys. Right. I have no idea, but just, just to think that we did that. That's, yeah. that's wild. And I can remember as a kid being scared of it. I mean, like mm. I, that was, you know, being scared and I worked know, in, the, I, I worked just in, wasn't my thing. I, I didn't want to go through that thing. I worked in the haunted house cause I didn't want to go through it. Yeah. There you True go. True story. Man. I, uh, I've never been a fan of haunted houses. That's just not my thing. And I just remember as a kid thinking I'm going to church to get scared. This is not good. <laughs> But whatever, then went from it went from haunted houses to judgment houses. Yeah, uh, the, I remember those days. Mm -hmm. So judgment houses were designed to share the gospel, but it was kind of still the same thing, scare you. Mm. I think I went to one judgment house over the course of my life. I've been a bunch of them. Yeah, where you, you know you went to this and they it was, it, well, it was like scenes from what was it? it? Was scenes from like just different things? Like what happened if you? I forget what it all was, but it was just kind of nice. It was it like, like, it was like ghouls, somebody got in a car wreck. Yeah, and you and see their body went, laying out there. And, and eventually they, they got to heaven or hell. Oh, and, and yeah, yeah, that's kind of... And they went room to room and it was a drama as you went through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what it was. Our, I, I never did that. We did what was called Scare Mare. The and things we, we do. We did Scare Mare where we literally said scenes of death and say, you don't want to die without Christ. And then, you know, the one I went to, thousands of people would get saved, literally. And then... Um, Throughout my years, we've done it multiple times and had hundreds saved. So there you go. Yeah, things we do. Things we do. So anyway, what should we do is a question. Exactly. So, so let's think about for a moment, though, just kind of the origins of Halloween. And Trey, I don't know how much you know about the origins of Halloween, how familiar you are with some of the things that went down years ago. But Halloween actually finds its origins in a kind of a Celtic festival. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a particular day, I can't pronounce it, that they would celebrate the new year. And so in this Celtic tradition, you know, a couple thousand years ago, the new year started on November 1st, right? Mm -hmm. And so kind of the deal was, is that it was associated with the end of the harvest season and going into winter. And so kind of thinking about winter representing, you know, death, right? Right. You don't have any more crops, it's getting cold, it's getting dark earlier. So that association with winter and, and death, waiting for the new season to come in the spring where things will start growing again and life will come back kind of thing. And so, so, so the, the thought was, you know, that during that season where we're transitioning into the new year, that it, it opened up a, a portal, if you will. And that's probably not the best word. I don't think they used the word portal back then, but it opened up an avenue for the dead mm -hmm. to actually roam the earth as the, the year transitioned to a new year. And so what would happen is that, um, they would actually communicate with the dead mm. or they would try to communicate with the dead. And, and so that's kind of where you get into all the ghosts, the ghosts and, and all those kinds of things. And, yeah. and then there would be, um, um, 
prophecies. You would have people prophesying what would happen in the next wow. year over this. You know, uh, there was, you know, you think about bobbing for apples and one of the traditions was, you know, a young lady who wanted to know who her future husband would be. She would go stand in front of a mirror and eat an apple. And as she ate the apple, uh, you know, an image of her future husband would appear in the mirror kind of thing. So just some really weird stuff, yeah. but it was an association. There would be bonfires, you know, some of the kind of things we still do today, bonfires and, and, and things like that. Uh, there'd be those kind of things. Um, uh, people would um, try to scare away the dead. Wearing costumes and things like that. So that's what the costume. Uh, yeah. So was uh, well, about. maybe. And I guess the scarier the better. You scare right, the ghost right. away. Right. And so uh, it was just it was it was a kind of a, a weird deal where mm-hmm. there was this association with the dead and mm-hmm. communicating with the dead. Now, as Christians, obviously, we would reject that completely. That that is not good. You think about all the scriptures in the Old Testament and in the New uh, that remind us that it is it is sinful. Uh, to uh, communicate with dead or to be involved in sorcery or witchcraft or things like that. But in this early Celtic tradition, which, you know, most believe this is where Halloween begins to find its roots, mm-hmm. that's what was going on. And then what would happen is later on, you know, um, Christians would Christianize the holiday, if you will. Um, you know, when we think about the early Catholic Church and what would happen with the early Catholic Church, when the early Catholic Church would spread uh, the message of the gospel, um, instead of changing all the customs and rituals of, of different cultures, they would take those holidays and just Christianize them, right? Mm-hmm. So you think about some of the holidays we celebrate today. You think about Easter. Mm-hmm. You think about Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both have some pagan roots to them. Yes, now, when we think about Easter and Christmas, we think about the resurrection of Jesus and the birth of Jesus Christ. And, and certainly we, we, we should celebrate the resurrection of Jesus and the birth of Jesus Christ. There's nothing wrong with celebrating Christmas and Easter. But just understanding that those holidays in and of themselves, mm-hmm. they had pagan roots. And when the, you know, the church was spreading the, the message of the uh, of Christian faith, uh, they would just take those holidays that already existed and give them Christian meaning, right? Mm-hmm. So you think about Easter, I mean, that very name Easter, it comes from, you know, um, one of the Roman gods, pagan god, goddesses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so this was the case with Halloween. And so, so what happened is one of the popes, he actually declared a day in May, not October 31st, but mm-hmm. a day in May uh, around a Roman holiday. He, he, he claimed it for um, uh, the, the saints and the martyrs. Mm-hmm. And so it was a, a day to remember uh, the saints of the church, right? You know, the, the church canonized different, different people as saints and yes. also the martyrs, um, the, the people who had died uh, for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so that day became a day in May that would recognize those saints and martyrs. And that day eventually got moved uh, to October 31st, called All Saints Day. And then there was a, a day after that, November 2nd, called All Souls Day. Mm. And so you think about All Saints Day on November 1st that remembered those saints and um his martyr. And then All, all Souls Day would remember all of the people who had died. Yeah. And what would happen, right, is that um, during this time, because because now we don't believe this, uh, but in Catholicism, the the belief they they, they hold is a belief about purgatory. Mm-hmm. So purgatory purgatory is not hell. Purgatory is not heaven. Purgatory is kind of in between. It's kind of a holding place. It's a holding place. You yeah. go and chill out for a while. Well, you really don't chill out. Um, you go to. <laughs> it's supposed after, to be pretty bad. Yeah. Well, even, it's, so. well, it's not hell bad, but yeah. it's not heaven good. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of in between. So the idea of purgatory is you go there and you. You pay your time before you go to heaven. I mean, you got all this sin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, this is a very bad understanding of Scripture uh, because the yes, gospel of Jesus Christ agree. tells us that Jesus Christ paid for all of your sin. There is no purgatory, no need to work off your sin, but that's the belief. You go to purgatory, mm-hmm. you spend some time there kind of hanging out, working off your sin until you're pure enough to enter into heaven. 
And so the belief was, the belief was, well, we can help people get out of purgatory and into heaven. And the way we help people get out of purgatory into heaven are a couple of things. One, in, 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 you know, 1500s when Martin Luther was around, they were selling indulgences yeah, yeah. where, you know, you, 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 you pay a, a fee and they were trying to pay off some buildings in Rome, but you pay a fee and that would, you know, help, help you get, get some out. Get them out. Or what would, what was, what they would do around this holiday around all uh, hollows day or uh, all souls day is that they would pray for the dead. Mm. Right. Pray that, um, you know, because their belief was if we pray for them, that can lessen their time in purgatory. We can help them get out. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, you don't want your grandmama spending, you know, a hundred years in purgatory. You want her out of there. Exactly. So you pray for her and, you know, maybe God will let her out of purgatory and let her into, into heaven. And so that was what would happen. And, and so what would happen, uh, kind of maybe some of the origins of the trick or treating is that on that, um, you know, October 31st, uh, poor people would, um, they would wander the streets, knocking on doors, and mm-hmm. they would beg for food. And what they would do is say, hey, if you give me food, I will pray for your dead relative and help you out getting him out of purgatory, getting her out of purgatory. And so so that might be some of the origins of trick-or-treating. And then, then they, there, there's lots of different things. If you go and read the history of Halloween, there's lots of different other things and customs that kind of mesh together to create this holiday, if you will, that really for us today, it looks nothing like it did years ago. Certainly it doesn't look like it did back in 2000 years ago with the, with the Celtic people, nor does it look like it did, you know, back in the 14 or 1300s or the 1500s with all saints day or, you know, this all souls day, but some of the origins are there and, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of gets us to where we are today. And then you think about, you know, in Europe, uh, and even in America later on, you have, uh, this, this fascination with, with witches and witchcraft mm. that starts to happen and, and people being accused, right? Yeah, Women yeah. being accused of being witches. You think about the Salem witch trials that happened in Massachusetts back in the colonial days. Yeah. And so that becomes associated and you have all these other associations. You have the death, the ghost, the goblins. I mean, it's just a, just, just, just a really weird day. Mm. Um, and so, you know, here we are in America, you know, and, and there's still some of that, obviously spookiness to it. Yeah. All right. It seems to get spookier every year. Yeah, I would agree. Man, my neighborhood, they got some spooky houses this year. I don't understand, man. We got one house in our neighborhood. It is just spooked out. I'm scared to walk by. Yeah. My kids would, there was one house in Utahville that they would not go oh, to. Oh man. Whatever. I mean, that's what you want to do. I mean, whatever. So, <laughs> so, but, but you know, that's the, the holidays kind of become this, this day where we, we kind of associate with spookiness and death. And when you understand the origins, you understand why. And so that's the question. If there's all this spookiness and death and the origins of it associated with the day. Should we celebrate it because man, this is, this is, you know, you think about it, communicating with the dead and witches and ghosts and scaring people. It doesn't sound like something a Christ follower should do. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So what do we do with it? I agree. So let's uh, talk about five ways that we can think about Halloween. And the first is this, um, don't be ashamed to live out your personal convictions. Okay. So if you were to do a study of Halloween and you think about all this stuff that's going on, the ghosts, the goblins, the witches, the death, the, the associations, you might come to the conclusion, this ain't for me. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad conclusion to come to. Yeah. Right? Uh, now, in our culture, though, for a lot of us, Halloween is not about ghosts and death and communicating with the dead. Uh, it's about free candy. Right. So I think about Halloween for, for my family, we do, we go out and we trick or treat. We, we don't go very far. We just do it in our neighborhood yeah, around a couple of blocks and, um, you know, and, and 
my kids don't dress up as ghosts or whatever. They dress up as superheroes or whatever the case may be. I think last year Luke was a, he dressed up as a military person and I don't remember what Hudson probably, Hudson was probably Batman. He probably had, you probably <laughs> have his say, Batman probably costume. Batman. But, um, you know, that's, and we walk around and we get some candy, we go home and, and for us, that's, that's it. Right. I think about our trunk or treat, we come here and we get candy. Mm-hmm. But for us, the association, my kids don't associate. I mean, they see the spookiness of it, but mm-hmm. when they think about Halloween, the first thing that comes in their mind is we're going to go knock on some doors and get some candy. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so, so that's, that's what we do. But, but, but if you chose not to do that because of the associations, that's fine. Live it's out okay. your personal conviction. That's right, certainly. And and just you know, thinking about if you have those personal convictions, make sure you're you're, you're reading scripture mm-hmm. and you're forming those convictions based on you know um, who you are as a follower of Christ and how you want to live out the faith uh, that that you claim based on the Word of God. Right. So it exactly. is it is certainly okay for you to make the decision. I'm I'm not having anything to do with this holiday because of its origins, because of the whatever the case may be. So that leads us directly to point two, uh, and that is don't pass judgment on others who don't share your personal conviction. Yeah, so on the flip side of that, I think it's also okay, and this is where we might have to agree to disagree Mm -hmm. in some areas, right? Because I think it's more than okay for you to say as a believer, I'm not, mm -mm, not having any part of this. But, you know, if if you're that believer that has some young children and, you know, and they're seeing all the kids go out and knock on doors and getting some candy. I think it's also okay if you choose to say, okay, I'm going to take my kids out trick or treat tonight. We're going to get some free candy and I'm going to let them dress up as superheroes or whatever the case may be. And we're mm-hmm. just going to, we're just going to have some fun. We're going to make some fun family time. We're going to carve a jack-o'-lantern or a pumpkin or whatever, whatever it is. And I mean, I, I think that's okay too. I mean, there's, there's, there's nothing in scripture that says, you know, don't go out and knock on doors and get candy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. What, what we do know, right, is that scripture is certainly against sorcery and witchcraft and the communicating with the dead and all those kinds of things. And so, so we need to be against that. But, but, that's, but for us in American culture, when we think about Halloween, for most of us, we're not associating Halloween with, okay, it's witchcraft night. Let's go out and do some sorcery. That's not what we're doing. We're, yeah. we're thinking, let's dress up and have some fun and go eat some candy and and call it a day. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, you think about other cultures, it is different. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I've had conversations with believers who come from different countries who now live in the United States and they can't believe that we would celebrate Halloween as Christians because in the culture they come in, there was a come from, there was much more of an emphasis on the darkness and the witchcraft and the sorcery. And so the culture is different. I mean, yeah. I think for most of us though, uh, you know, we're not thinking about witchcraft. We're thinking about just having fun, right. dressing up, getting some candy. In Swaziland, uh, they're they really are witches. I mean, they really all the vo- all the things you think of voodoo and all those things. So they were. I don't even know if they cared. They didn't even know that there was a Halloween. Yeah. So to bring some over someone over from a culture like that and come to ours as a Christian, they would say, "Wow." Yeah. yeah. I just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I get that. Yeah. Yeah. And I get that. Right. And so I, you know, think about you think about. Um, um, First Corinthians chapter eight, mm-hmm. when you have this passage where, where Paul's talking to the church at Corinth about meat that's been offered to the idols. Should we eat the meat offered to the idols? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe, maybe not is what Paul says. You right. know I mean? He says, if, if, if it's going to cause you to stumble in sin because you, you, you believe it's wrong, then don't do it. But he said, on the other hand, you, you, you know, those idols aren't real, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so, you know, so, so Paul kind of gives us, well, you know, if it's going to cause somebody else to stumble in their faith then don't do it. Yeah. You know, it makes so, sense. I mean, so it makes sense. So I, yeah. not to say there's a direct correlation from that passage to the celebration of Halloween or the observance of Halloween, but 
you know, again, if your personal conviction is I shouldn't do this, then don't do it. But if your conviction is, you know what, we're just going out and knock on some doors and get some candy and have a little bit of fun. Okay. I just think in the gray issues, we've got to be careful not to pass judgment on yeah. people. And if that's it's the a gray issue. issue. Don't, don't pass, either way, don't pass judgment. If you're that person that chooses to stay home and not do it, don't pass judgment on me because I choose to take my kids mm-hmm. out, right? And likewise for me, if I choose to take my kids out, I shouldn't pass judgment on that person yeah. who chooses not to. I mean, that I, I think there is some liberty here, mm-hmm. some Christian liberty, and you can you can make a, a choice here, and, and neither choice is sinful. Exactly. What's sinful is when you begin to engage the darkness, Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think that leads us to our next point. Yeah, that's the, the third way that we need to look at Halloween. That is this. Don't use Halloween as an excuse to live cr- contrary to what you believe is a Christian. Yeah. So on October 31st, you're still a Christian. Mm-hmm. That doesn't change. Right? Exactly. And so, so, so what I mean by that is, is sometimes we'll, you know, take a, a certain day or whatever and use it as an excuse to do whatever we want to do. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's Halloween. I'm going to go out, go to a party and drink it up or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Yeah. No. Halloween is not an excuse for you to participate in debauchery. Mm -hmm. And Halloween is not an excuse, right, for you to participate in the acts of darkness and evil either. Well, let's have a seance. You know, it is Halloween. Right. No. You know, those kind of things. No, none of that stuff. And this is, you know, again, might be a little gray area, but even in that participation of Halloween, right? For us, you know, for, for my family, personal conviction, you know, we're not going to be dressing like ghosts and ghouls and goblins. That's mm-hmm. just, that's for, now if you choose to do that, again, I mean, you, you got you to gotta figure that out. But I, again, I'm walking in the light, mm-hmm. right? And so, so dressing up like Superman, pretending, I guess, you know, for us, we'll do that. But that's kind of where we have chosen to draw the line. Um, you might choose to draw the line somewhere else. But but for me, you know, I, I should be careful. I'll be careful that I'm not giving credence to the darkness. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm participating by taking my kids out trick-or-treating, I, I don't want to give credence to 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 ghosts and, you know, demonic forces yeah, and definitely. all those kinds of things. No so, way. So just 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 think through that, right? Mm-hmm. Again, this, this is where it gets a little bit gray. I, I think it's okay for you to go out and knock on doors and ask for some candy. Uh, but, you know, just that, that flirting with the darkness, you need to be careful of. Yeah, and it's also a, a night for pranks, yeah, you know, and I yeah. will say this, you know, some pranks are in good fun, but I'm telling you, there's something to go to. Just be careful. Just be careful. You know, how you deal with even that, you, you, you know. Regardless of where you choose, if you choose to stay home, that's fine. Mm-hmm. If you choose to go out and trick or treat, that's fine. But regardless of your choice, you, you, your choice, uh, you need to live as a Christian, Amen. period. You live as a Christian. Amen. What does it mean to live as a Christ follower uh, on a night where there's a lot of association with darkness? So if that's the case, then it leads us to the third, the fourth way, excuse me. If you participate in Halloween with your children, keep it fun. Yeah, so we've already talked about this, right? Yeah, but still, keep it fun. Keep it fun. Yeah. You know, keep it lighthearted. You know, go out, knock on the doors, um, have fun with your neighbors. But just for us, we're not focusing on the dark parts of it. We're not focusing on ghosts. We're not focusing on scaring the the stuff out of you. We're not, we're not focusing on that. Right. We're just focusing on getting some candy and going home. I know. And that's also a night that again, this is probably a gray area, but people watch all these slasher movies. Yeah. That's the night to watch the slasher movies with my family and all that stuff. We might watch the great pumpkin from Charlie Brown, but that's probably gonna be the extent of it. (laughs) That's about just thinking through that. But that, 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 that does bring up a good point, Trey. Yeah. I mean, even in the things you watch and this does just doesn't deal with Halloween. This deals with with all of life, right? Every part you know, of life. What, whatever you put in your mind and heart is going to influence you. Mm-hmm. And so just being careful. I mean, watching the slasher movies, you know. So so this would be really inconsistent. 
if you say, man, I'm just not going on going out on Halloween because I mean, I was just against my Christian faith and mm-hmm. I, I don't see how people, if you, if you, and you choose, and that's fine choice, but on that night you choose to stay home and watch a bunch of rated R movies. Mm-hmm. Well, come on, really? Yeah. Yeah. Be consistent in your Christian faith. If you're going to live for Jesus, well, we should all live for Jesus, right? Live for Jesus in the way he's called us to live, which means I'm going to avoid every appearance of evil, period. Exactly. In discussion. Exactly. Amen. And then the, the fifth way that we consider Halloween is consider how you can redeem certain aspects of Halloween for God's glory. Yeah, so this is one of the primary reasons why, you know, we choose to uh, participate in the, the trick-or-treating in our neighborhood. Because there's not another, let's think about this, Trey. Mm-hmm. There's not another night of the year when everybody in our neighborhood's outside. It is incredible. Isn't it? I have thought about that multiple yeah, times. Yeah. You know, we're out there, we're visiting, we're talking. Yeah. I, when do you get to talk to your neighbors? So Halloween therefore, that, so therefore what it. an opportunity. Yeah. You, you, you use the opportunity to actually share the gospel with the kids that come mm-hmm. to your house. So we use the opportunity to walk around and we, we have, we've gotten to know a lot of our neighbors Amen. just by being out on that night. Thing. So, so you know, think about that, some relationships you can build that otherwise you, you wouldn't build because on this particular night in our culture, everybody's outside walking mm-hmm. around and doing their thing. And so, you know, we, I, I remember, you know, there, well, I think about every year there, there've been a house or two that we've stopped by that we've sat, sat and talked for 20, 30 minutes before we moved on to the next house and got another those neighbors, maybe invite them to church or the case may be. And so, so I think from that perspective, uh, you can redeem the night mm-hmm. because you realize that it's an opportunity for me, 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 me to be out associating my neighbors, inviting them to church, sharing the gospel, whatever yeah. the case may be. Yeah. Right. So there's one pastor, I think he helped, uh, he helped us think through this, but he said, okay, when you approach Halloween, uh, th- th- there are three ways you can approach it, right? You can, there are certain elements you need to reject, mm-hmm. right? So you think about the darkness and the sinfulness of, uh, uh witchcraft and all those, kind of, reject that obviously, yeah. right? So there are things that you can reject. There are things that you can receive mm-hmm. the fun parts, going out and trick-or-treating, getting candy, dressing up like Superman, Batman, whatever you can receive that, that that's, that's good, harmless fun. And then there are things that you can redeem, right? So when you think about going out, like for us, a trunk or treat on a Saturday afternoon, that's, that's redeeming, that's, that's redeeming, right? Redemption. We're going to share the gospel or being out in your neighborhood and just being salt and light on that mm-hmm. night and interacting with your neighbors, that's redeeming. And so when you think about Halloween, what do you need to reject? What can you receive? Mm-hmm. And, and how can you redeem? I think those are our three questions that are really helpful to think through when you're thinking about Halloween. I think that is a great place to just kind of stop and reflect on what we need to do. And for a lot of us, it's going to be different, and yeah. that's okay. And that's okay. As long as you're not judging others. Yeah. Um, and as long as you're not actively sinning on Halloween. And I was going to say that other side. <laughs> right. You know, you're not you're not actively sinning as well. Right. So both of those aspects are super important, and especially when we're trying to be light in a dark world Absolutely. that we live in. Absolutely. Um, well, Pastor, thank you so much, and this has been a great opportunity to think about these things. And I do invite everybody to come out to the Trunk or Treat if you're listening to this on when it comes out on Tuesday. Um, but uh, we would love to have you at Northwood Baptist as Absolutely. we do that. Absolutely. We'll close this out, Pastor, and let us know about uh, what we're looking forward to. Sure thing. I hope this has been helpful for you. And again, as you've listened today, I, I know that, you know, we all have our perspectives and opinions when it comes to this holiday, but I hope that you'll do what you feel in your heart is is right by your family and right by the Lord. And I hope this has been helpful for you. And if it has been, go ahead and hit that subscribe button right now so you can have new content delivered to your device every single week. Leave us a five-star rating. That helps us to get the word out about our podcast. And as always, we hope today's episode has helped you connect faith to life.